going on? We're back again for another episode of the From the Stands podcast. Jacob and Clint joining us as always. Clint, good morning to you, man. How's it going? Good morning, buddy. <laughs> it is amazing. I've never been more happy in my entire life. We can tell. Um, we can yeah. tell. I will say, I think Thrill. I said it before, I appreciate your uh, your hard work and dedication. It does not go unnoticed. <laughs> not around Dude, here. To, to be honest, I appreciate that. But to be honest, like, so I woke up this morning and literally I was like, I'm just going to text them. Screw it. Like, I suck anyway at picks. They, they're not going <laughs> to need me. Uh, and so I, I obviously I get up. I, I'm like scrambling to get my stuff set up because I forgot to do it last night. And I sit down, throw the headphones on and hit the site. And the camera pops up and shows you what you look like. And I'm not, I'm not wearing a shirt yet. And I was like, oh, let me, let me take my headphones back off. Let me go find something to wear. And uh, yeah, hop back in. So now I'm good. As soon as I start talking to you boys, I, I feel a little bit better. So yeah, I'm One good. of those days. Glad to see you here. Get the shirt on. Jacob, big, uh, big weekend on? coming up for the Tigers. What's going on, brother? Dude, a huge weekend. Not just for the Tigers, but just college football in general. Like this is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I'm just start singing. Probably one of the top to bottom. Probably one of the mo- more exciting weekends. I know I, I said that last week. All, all the weekends have been exciting, but as far as top to bottom marquee games, like this is definitely the the best week we've had so far. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna recap, kind of a uh, a quick recap of our picks against the spread that we made last week, and then we'll get right into picking week four and getting ready for this uh, more than likely crazy weekend. So, what you got for us, Jacob? I think you got all the the stuff in front of you. Yeah. So, gentlemen, week three. Um, we'll start out with uh, Clint. Went nine and eleven in week three picks. There was twenty total games, and that brings his total to twenty six and twenty nine. Um, then his. Well, we'll get to his son in just a minute. But I went eleven and nine in week three. Um, that brings my Respect. total to twenty nine and twenty six. And then JC had one hell of a weekend and went 15 and five. Um, congratulations, my friend. I guess so. And uh, so your it, total now the is. Big spreads. <laughs> there you go. Um, now you're 35 and 20. That's a hell of a record so far. So I um, wish I would have put that towards some, uh, you know, money making things as far as gambling goes but well knowing how you do your parlays like each well see that's the problem yeah. this would have been yeah. in each of your parlays right, right, right. Done that's my parlay, problem yeah. yeah the parlays are bad maybe i just need to go i just need to take my spread picks and just do it and overall i would be making money yeah that's right that's right that's just not as fun and technically gavin clint's seven-year-old son we have to say that every week uh, went ten and ten this past week, but overall he's Damn. he's twenty eight and twenty seven. So he, you would actually win some money with his picks too. You would. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> I could be offended. I could be upset by this. I, I'm going to take the proud father route. Okay, there you go. I, I have right. raised a intelligent young man, and I'm just happy to see him thrive. So it was just crazy though. Sometimes you raise a, a person, and they follow the footsteps, or they go and and do better and create their own path. And he's already there at seven. He's already oh yeah, he's outpacing he's you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he doesn't even know he's doing it. That he's like, he oh cool, whatever. I, I like the color yellow. I'll I'll take Michigan. And, I can't wait. Yeah. And like, I wish it was that easy, years man. when he's a degenerate gambler. Yeah. And I'm just like, I saw it. I knew it. Like, I knew you were going to be this good. You've been doing it for a long time. Hopefully, I don't, like, instill some sort of unhealthy, like, betting habits into the 
into the kid, but no. Nah. Uh, yeah. No, he's yeah, nah. yeah, he's beating me. Um I'm not too mad at last you know, whatever. Nine and eleven. I mean, I whenever you said. want though. Yeah. Me yeah. and me and Gavin have opened up the same invite to you, which is if you want to just join whatever we pick, just come on and we will let you. Just be like, okay. hey, I'll pick right. the same. We'll let you noted. Me and Gavin Noted. both. I at a spite, I might fade everything you pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I honestly I I don't really know what the I the only ones I really think I picked different than you guys was I was I I I know I picked Missouri. Um like we talked about right before we started the mm-hmm. Oregon State, San Diego State, that one. That was a damn good call. Yep. I was on I wasn't high on Georgia Tech uh as much and then I actually was I, I know against you guys on the Alabama thing when you guys are like he's gonna go out and make a point and I think we had known about the quarterback thing and I just kinda I think I said they'd win by thirty but not the thirty five. That's like so those like for you were the kind of changes there. But who knows, man. It could be absolutely flip flop this week. So we'll see. But you said that last week and then you like improved. So <laughs> You did. You did. <laughs> well look, I'm not changing my uh how I prep or my game plan. I'm gonna stick with it and go with my gut and yeah. We'll go from there. Yeah, it's working. Yeah, the, the Georgia the Tech is the only one that really bothered me because uh, I, I know I explained it last episode, but the the last I get scored by uh, Ole Miss to ruin that for me kind of hurt. But yeah, good call. And the the I think you just like faded Oregon State just because you you hate DJU. Um, so I don't know how proud I am of you on that one. Like it was just I mean, by default you won. I didn't. But the the Alabama was a good call. The um, Missouri one was a good call. So yeah, you had a good week. Enjoy it while my last. I am gonna enjoy it. I'm the, now yeah. is when I start saying, "What do the last place people do?" And it starts getting into something that I wouldn't do, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. It's just like, do it. Maybe I just hold back on any any no, opinions. Wait, listen, I have on that. I'm I'm down for whatever. So I actually haven't really know. thought about careful it. But now, needs, careful now. It's got it's got to be it's got to be something, you know. And Gavin's out. We'll like Gavin can't out. so. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. If anything, Gavin needs to. I've already talked about this, but he needs to actually. Win that something. might be a good idea. Let him he choose he the... can choose what oh, the yeah. loser God. does. Actually, that's gonna. But happen. who knows okay. what's gonna come out of seven years' mouth? It might be like go that's ride an elephant. That's tomorrow. the joy it's of like, it. I might have him on as a, a little guest for like a couple seconds, just to tell us live what he's <laughs> what he's gonna be doing. We need like a five second loser's gonna be doing five second tape delay on that, just in case. You never <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, you can edit. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we can edit up. Oh man, well, yeah. So that's uh, I, you know, when we started, I was kind of hesitant to do the spread because I know it's it is it is harder, especially when you get to those like forty forty five point spreads early in the year as opposed to straight up. So I wonder what our picks would look like straight up wise, um, as far as that goes. Which honestly, probably different because a lot of these I picked the spread, I wouldn't have picked. I wasn't confident enough maybe to say Missouri's gonna win the game but i said a field goal game or confident obviously not confident south Florida is going to beat alabama but so maybe it does help more so than the uh just picking them straight up yeah but well um anything else on that jay before we get right into week four no nah, man i just want to see if you can keep it up this week because if you do uh, if you do two weeks in a row i'm on i may start putting some money on your bets hey two weeks in a row yeah that'll be a that, we kind of did. I'm, you went eleven and five last week, right? Uh, not not this past it. one, but the one week two. Jacob's got it. 
Uh, week two, he went. I know. Yeah, 11, 20, 20 and 15. 11 and 5, yeah. Darn. 11 and 5. And we oh so we just had yep, more to pick. You did. I'm weekend. sorry. 11 and five. Yep. Nine and ten. Then 11 and five and 15 right. and five. So I mean, shoot. Maybe I'll put money on it this week. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> well, we'll get right into it. See, uh, see where Clint lies with this. <laughs> All right. So let's start with number one ranked team in the in the uh, country. That still be the Georgia Bulldogs. They're taking on UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. 41 and a half point favorites for the Bulldogs coming off a 24-14 win over South Carolina. Jacob, that's a big old spread. How you how you looking on that one, bud? That's the first thing I said too. Big old spread. Um yeah. 730 ESPN2. Uh Georgia, they haven't looked like the number one team. We said this last podcast. They they are the number one team in the nation, but they don't have that same gap like we said last time about like, like they had last year as being the number one team and then some. Um, 41 and a half is a lot. UAB is not the best of teams. Um, but they do they do have a decent offense. Well, I know a lot of people like to say, well, you hadn't played anybody, but they do have a decent offense that's going and scoring 443 yards, total yards per game. Um, and for that matter, just saying that alone, honestly, I would have to give, I'd have to give UAB take them in the points. Um, Georgia hasn't covered that much in a long time. I feel like um, forty one and a half is just like you said. The these big spreads, man, it's hard to to do that. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to take UAB to cover this. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, man. I just you know that like like I've said in the past, I with some other teams like they'll win by probably 30 35 points but that 41's a lot um i think if they get up early they'll, they'll play some uh second third stringers get ready they're really getting into conference play from here on out so i don't i don't see them covering that 41 so i'm like yeah give me uab in the points as well yeah i think i think i'm with you boys listen up I'm, I'm done with these overs or, or these giant favorites to cover it burns me every freaking week we'll get to michigan here in a second i'm gonna rage but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rutgers 3-0. I don't expect them to win by any means, but uh, at 41 and a half, yeah. Uh, I'm not Rutgers. I'm sorry, UAB. UAB um, yeah. See, I'm lost. It's already off to a hot Rutgers start Rutgers is me. next. <laughs> First game. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, give me UAB. 41 and a half. Uh, I'll take the points. So, I think, Clint, the point you were making was, I believe last week you said Michigan's 0-2 covering the spread. They're finally going to do it this week. You go with Michigan for another week in a row. They don't cover the spread. Um, yeah. This should be their first game with Jim Harbaugh, I believe, at week four. Um, honestly, I'm taking all of that out of the equation, like not even thinking about that. I just think that this Michigan team is ready to, to beat a team by 24, and I think this Rutgers team is unfortunately going to be the victim. So give me Michigan and the 24 points on that one. No. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Adam, <laughs> like, I can't. Get it out. I like it. I, yeah, I like it. I, I, I like I it. I take workers. I've done zero research. The past two days were kind of crazy. So uh, my research wasn't doing me much good anyway. So uh, yeah, I'm done. And this is where they're going to get me. And I'm just going to rage and snap my computer in half. But uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take Rutgers. Like I said, three, and know, we make fun of them sometimes, but Hey man, they're winning some games. Um, 
So yeah, it's a uh, twenty-four. You 24. said four. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take Rutgers in the points. What about you, Jacob? Okay. Yeah, I I will have Rutgers as well. Um, mainly because they are three and zero, but it has only been against Northwestern, Temple, and Virginia Tech. Um, they can't even read my own darn handwriting. Uh, the running back for Rutgers, and I think this is probably the main reason why they will cover. Um, it, it is the first game back with Jim Harbaugh, and you would expect that to make a difference. But the running back for Rutgers, like I said, I cannot pronounce it. Mana, Monagay, Monagai, I think is his last name. Kyle Monagai. Um, he is like tied for sixth in the nation in rushing yards this year with 357. Um, so he is no slouch, uh, especially if they can if they can run the ball at all this game and kind of keep Michigan off the field. Um, Twenty four is not a whole bunch, but if they can do that, they can they can kind of keep this closer than a lot of people think it should be. And plus, Michigan so far is zero three in this season against the spread. And who have they played besides my few neighbors here? Like you know, so they they should be able to. Was that a to, I would say against yourself? Sure. Okay. I didn't know. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> I know Clint been hammering the Iowa thing. I, I thought that's what we were on. Um, yeah, I don't uh I think it's just gonna be a bad week for Rutgers, a good week for Michigan. That's fair. Twenty four. This normally this spread would be like thirty, thirty five, thirty six because it's Rutgers, but they've been better and Michigan hadn't really proven it just yet. But like you said, they have been without Harbaugh, so Yeah. They'll be all right. Harbaugh or not, that they'll be good. Um, all right. Number three, Texas at Baylor. It's open up at 14 and a half. Um, pretty interesting spread. I would say, where are you leaning on that one, Jacob? Well, I took Texas. Um, this team. Yeah, they're, they're going to cover the 14 and a half that normally against Baylor at Baylor is, you know, Texas teams the past has been kind of, you would say you would normally too you know, kind of pick Baylor there, but um, this is honestly like a, a steal to me because Baylor's offense has not been um, that, that electric. They just snuck away from, uh, they almost beat Utah last week uh, or in week two or yeah, week two, I think um, when they had him at home and stuff, it was 20 to 13, but they, they just can't score. And you know, this Texas team has scored and, and what's his name? The quarterback Quinn Ewers hasn't thrown a pick yet. So I think Texas isn't going to really turn the ball over. Um, so this is like almost like an easy, I would almost bet this and take this line pretty easily. So yeah, ABC seven thirty, Texas is going to cover that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree with you, man. Uh, of course, last week, Texas had that rough game. They didn't look great. Um, but I think in past years, Texas would have lost that game. That's like the most Texas thing in the world, right. like where they go be at somebody like Alabama and then they lose the next game to like Wyoming or whatever. Um, and they didn't. They won. And that's what good teams do. We've talked about it. It doesn't matter really how how you're winning as long as you are winning. So uh, I, I think that is the difference between this year's Texas and Texas of past years. And they they were able to get the win. They held on. And I think they come back out this week and turn it back on. And we're like, okay, yeah, Texas is still pretty good. So I'll take Texas and lay the, uh, the 14 and a half. Right, and yeah. Baylor's already lost to a Texas State team this year too, so they they haven't right, had yeah. luck in Texas so far. The the game they played against Utah, 
<clears throat> initially kind of gave me some reservations about picking against Texas. But the fact that how they closed out the last game versus Wyoming, they're not going to start that slow. And even if they do, it's not going to be like panic mode because it is still a conference game, right? So it's not like, oh my God, we can't lose to Wyoming. Like well, you can't lose to Baylor either at this point in their season. But I think it'll be something that the 14 and a half will get covered um, either late third quarter, late third quarter, early fourth, and they'll kind of handle it from there. So give me Texas in the points. Um, we'll roll with, the, roll with the Longhorns again. All right. Obviously, this this next one's a, a big one for Jacob. Um, a part of me saying tough to one to pick. A part of me saying like go with what you've seen, and maybe not that hard of a pick. But you kind of never know with how the past couple weeks have gone because these teams have both kind of been looked really good and maybe looked not so good depending on what games you looked at. So, Florida State's playing at Clemson. Florida State's coming in ranked as the, as the number four team in the country. That's a noon kickoff on ABC. Florida State's two and a half point favorites. I want to say it opened up at like one and a half, I believe, and now we're at two and a so, half. Yeah. Um, man, this is a uh, this is a tough one, Clint. I'm gonna let you uh, take it first before we move on to Jacob and let him talk about his Tigers. Yeah, I mean, kind of similar to the Texas thing, where I mean, Florida State had a rough week last week and almost lost. To, I don't want to say almost lost. They were very close in a close game with Boston College. Do they rebound? Are they able to, you know, shake that off and come out and wake up for a Clemson team who I think a lot of people are kind of disrespecting right now? Um, we were talking about how on the episode last time that they, that they're still not ranked, uh, Clemson. And they, at least in my opinion, they're better than several of the uh, – the teams between 20 and 25. So thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start sucking up to you guys. Not way, so uh, fast. My yeah, friends, what he's about yeah, to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, everything uh, before the butt doesn't matter. Um, I, I, I do think it's going to be a close game. Florida state does give up some yards. I'm seeing here. They average uh, 391 yards allowed on defense a game. So uh, there, there's, there's, you know, points to be had for Clemson. I, this is, I don't know. I, I think Florida State's going to do kind of like what I think Texas is going to do this week. They're going to shake off last week. They're going to come out. I don't, I'm not going to say they win big, but I do think they're going to show like how talented they are again. And um, at two and a half, I, I could definitely see Florida State being a field goal better. So I'll take Florida State. That's no surprise coming from Mr. Transfer Portal because that's what a lot yeah. of people are talking about. This game is well, it's Transfer Portal versus not Transfer Portal. Yeah, like right. Dabo's refused to use it. This is the game that if he loses, everybody's saying, "Well, you, you could have used it and you wouldn't have lost." And that's what everybody's well, going to line up now. We, we've said it, and a lot of other outlets and, that's, and news that's people true. have said it as well. Right. So Dabo throughout the years has had these opportunities to really prove people wrong, and. You know, you already know my pick. I'm going to say Clemson wins outright. That's just what you do as a Clemson <clears throat> fan. Let me right. give you a little bit of stats here. Um, this is the first time Clemson has been a home underdog since 2016. Can y'all guess what game that That's was? That's actually kind of wild. Um, yep. 2016 to Louisville. Yep. Good job. Deshaun um, Watson versus Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Baby. That was a hell of a game. And we <laughs> were actually uh, home dogs that, that game. Um, but, and this is a different team this year, but this is the last 10, uh, the last 10 times we played each other, Clemson has won seven of the last 10. Um, 
we beaten FSU seven straight times. Last time we lost to him was in 2014. Um, and over the last five games we played, uh, the margin of victory has been 22.6 games in that span. So we have dominated this team over the past several years, past decade, kind of close to it. This is obviously a much different time. Um, you can say Clemson's taking a step back, obviously losing the first game. You have to admit some, something's happened. Florida State looks good. They, they tripped up a little bit last week at Boston College. But I do want to say this. These are the stats, and I want you to tell me which quarterback this is. One quarterback, 693 yards, eight touchdowns, two picks. One quarterback, 739 yards, eight touchdowns, one pick. Who has what? So I go ahead because I've seen. No, you're good. uh, I was actually going to bring this up, but I I haven't. I haven't seen it. Um, I'm assuming it's Klubnik versus Trevor in their first season starting. No, this is the current quarterbacks: Jordan Travis and Kate. Oh, oh, my bad. Out of those two, um, yeah, yeah, Kate. I think Kate's put up better stats, and I would attribute that to the last two games that they played versus. Well, no, I mean Jordan Travis actually has. What my point is, they're very similar stats. 739 yards to 693. Eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns, two picks for Cade, which has been the two Mm -hmm. dumb mistakes he's made, which if you can clean that up, that's my point getting into this game. Jordan Travis has that one pick that it was a pick six against Boston College. These Jordan Travis has got all this Heisman, you know, buzz around him and stuff, and he hasn't outperformed Cade Clubnick by that much, if at all. They've been Mm -hmm. the exact same. And I understand you're going to say the last two games where we played cupcakes and stuff. Well, I mean, FSU played Southern Miss where they put up 60-some points, and then they played Boston College, which they struggled against, of course, but that would be a, quote, cupcake game if you weren't playing an FCS But it's a conference game. I don't disagree. It is still a conference game. Right, right. So that kind of surprises me. I I appreciate, Clint, what you're saying. This team has kind of been disrespected since that Duke game. Um, I, I, like I said, I picked Clemson to win this outright. I know they're, you know, underdogs. By two and a half points, it's not a lot. But I, I want them to establish the run in this game for damn sure. Will Shipley has not scored a rushing touchdown this year, surprisingly. In all the points we've scored, he has one receiving touchdown. But Phil, I think Phil Moffa's come in and scored a couple. Cade's scored a couple in their rushing touchdowns. So I really want to see our best player, Will Shipley, established in the running game. And just keep this offensive uh, supposed juggernaut with all these transfers on the sideline. Um, if we do, especially having that home crowd behind us, I hate that this is a noon game, but it's just part of the disrespect. If, the, if we didn't lose at Duke, it would be probably a 7-30 game. But it's a noon game, but it is on ABC. But I really think that Clemson's going to prove people wrong. here. So, I I don't, it's it's funny because it's, it's going to sound like I do. I mean, I, I disagree with your take to a degree, but everything that you're making are like valid points. So I'm not like taking that away from you. I guess my my main issue, and now I didn't get to watch the whole FAU game, so I'm not sure how clean of a game that was from a Clemson perspective. So, um, and this isn't even even necessarily a cupcake versus non take. When you guys played Duke, it wasn't that Duke was necessarily the better team or had the better roster overall. I mean, that night they had the better team for sure, played better, right? But you guys shot yourselves in the foot multiple times to the point where you just couldn't come back from it. I mean. Dude, there was so many times in that game, I'm like, here we go again. Clemson's going to get their little break, and they're going to go in and win this game. You go on to week two to play Charleston Southern, and you guys are making some of the same mistakes. Now, it's easily correctable because it's Charleston Southern. This is my thing. 
the mistakes that happened in the Duke game, similar things happened in the CSU game. I don't know about the FAU game. I don't know if that has been cleaned up and you have had a complete game versus a quality opponent, and that's what worries me. If this was Syracuse or Pittsburgh or somebody like that coming in before Florida State, I'm probably going to think differently. But the fact that it's it's not the roster, right? Now, Florida State has a has a comparable roster, and which they haven't had in the past. But the fact that you guys are making what looks like immature plays, not holding onto the ball, you know, young quarterback, and some of these other plays that are mistakes that are shooting yourselves in the foot. The good news is that's fixable. But y'all did that back to back games, and now we're going to play a, a really good opponent, top four team in the country. And if those mistakes aren't cleaned up, which we haven't seen yet, those things are going to be so just emphasized and, and out there for everyone to see. That's what worries me. So that's why I think two and a half, I, I think it's going to be a touchdown game. If Clemson wins this game, it's not going to surprise me. But just, I haven't seen you guys have a complete game even versus these lower level teams. And Florida State, albeit last week didn't look that great, has looked good. Um, and their guys are starting to get going with Keon Coleman. Jaheim Bell made some nice plays last week. I know Travis kind of, Jordan Travis bumped his hand a little bit, came in the game, seemed to be fine. Um, home game for you guys helps big time. A night game would have helped even more. But I'm going to lean Florida State and the two and a half. And that's, so that's fine, but oh, go ahead, Clint. No, so real quick. The one thing that sucks too is that y'all are the game after their like, their week showing against Boston College. Like if, if Florida State had been you know, on fire up until this point. This is where I'd be like, okay, this Clemson, I feel like could sneak him here, but they've already kind of had a gut check. So now they're going to go back to the, you know, to the board and to, you know, the team meetings and kind of regroup. And I, I, that sucks for y'all. I don't know if it, you know, what that will mean as far as the game. I, I, I don't know if they'll blow you out or anything like that, but uh, I wish they wouldn't have had that game last week just because I feel like that would have favored y'all a little bit better. Uh, also, we talked about the quarterbacks. I will say, because I saw the same thing you saw, Jacob, but mm-hmm. Klubnik has almost 30 more pass attempts than Travis already. That is true. That is true. So if, if you give Jordan Travis 30 more pass attempts, I think his numbers do look a little bit better. But Which that's almost um, another game. Yeah. Uh, that but that's true. just that's just something I noticed. Yeah, I... I agree with both of y'all. Um, but again, I think it just comes down to like, did, did that gut check that FSU had last week, did, did that wake him up? And I, I think it will. And yeah, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. To carry on from that gut check perspective, it, this game will be determined in the first quarter. Who comes out swinging? Who comes out and really gut check the other team that early um, <laughs> will be what's going on here. That That'll cause, you know, whoever to have the momentum to start the game. Um, but JC, I will say against FAU, like you said, you didn't see it, so I can't blame you. It was 41 nothing in going into the, the fourth quarter, I think. Um, we, right, we no, were no, handling that's them, not what, no, and there was right, no but I'm just saying, mistakes. That, that's what I'm saying, because you guys beat Charleston Southern 66-16. to 16, There was struggles in the first quarter. That's what I was asking. Right. That's why I was trying to not <clears> say <throat> it wasn't quality-level opponent question. It was more of, no, I, did you yeah, guys play a yeah. clean, complete game type thing? Right, and it was sixty six seventeen. Yeah, so they jumped on us early that game. We had some mistakes in that game, Charleston Southern. So right. since then, we've cleaned it up a lot. Right. Um, the one thing I will say, and this may come down to that two and a half point spread that we have not cleaned up yet, and Dabo addressed this week is kicker. 
You've seen our kicker miss extra points and short field goals, Robert Gunn. I'm not trying to call him out by name, even though he needs to be called out because he needs to perform better. He has got a hell of a leg. And Dabo, what he did is he re-signed a walk-on, Jonathan Whites. Um, he hasn't kicked since April, but he was a walk-on, a former walk-on, and he added him back to the squad. And in practice yesterday, he went seven for eight on kicks. And what Dabo's going to plan to do is keep Robert Gunn in there for anything over like 40 yards, I think is what he said. And he's going to do the kickoffs. And this Whites kid is going to come in. And he actually backed up BT Potter last year. So he's not just some random walk-on for this year, too. Um, so that'll be an interesting – and we'll, it, two and a half points, that's a field goal right there. That This game will come down to that kind of a of a, a play. It may come down to this new kicker. Um, so Dabo has addressed that, too. So we're, we're cleaning up our mistakes here, and this is the time to shine. And I kind of love y'all's take on this because this is how the country is. They just don't believe in us, and that we've had that at Clemson for a long time. And here we are. Well, it's when it. that that uh that kicker apparently. No, I know like, we won two. Li- you, you threw your hands like yeah, one national championship, yeah, yeah. two national championships. I get that, <laughs> but like we've had, we were underdogs in all those games, winning that championship, those championships. Besides maybe the 2018 team, that was one hell of a team. But to be fair, this these aren't the same teams. Like this this year's Clemson is not the same team. Oh uh, no, uh, yeah, totally, yeah, 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 okay. No, yeah, I'm not that dumb. So I heard that this kicker is- like was like living in Charleston and like had a job lined up in New York, and apparently now is just going to go to Clemson to kick. But that's a bad situation to be in, not for him, for Dabo. Like this game comes out to the wire, who are you going to put? I can't put that kid in. I don't care if he can kick it sixty. It's it's, it's my Joe Milton take as a kicker. He can <laughs> kick it far, God. but you got to kick it yeah. straight, bro. It's the same thing. And if no, it comes down right. to him, if it's Robert Gunn and a game winning field goal, bro. Give me Florida State all day. Like, that's like, <laughs> well, I just that's don't. I think if it's under like 40, maybe even 45, he may give this Wits kid a, a, a go at it and let, because he's, a, you can tell he's more accurate. He just wants this kid to kind of go in there and make the layups for us and keep the momentum going in the game instead of just killing our momentum early by missing a 34 yard field goal or something like that. So, right. I mean, between, between Georgia last week and you, I mean, you guys are miss kicker you right now. It's insane. Jeez. Maybe Sweeney just goes bananas and goes for every single fourth down. <laughs> just like, hey, screw I, it. I, I, would, I would rather honestly. do that than miss field goals. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're in uh, plus territory, yeah. Or yeah. this will be the first position that he actually goes to the transfer portal and get is a kicker. Dude, if he goes to the transfer <laughs> portal to get a kicker, I will lose my mind. That would be the most hilarious Dabo thing he could possibly do. That's actually oh. so funny. My oh, God. man. I hope it's like, like a tank of a kicker. I hope it's the dude like from 70. Iowa. Yeah, the Sorry, Iowa. Dabo. I'm going to bet the under, but I'm going to get it. Yeah. Sign him to a Bojangles deal up in Clemson. Oh, get that big kid in there. Hell yeah. I saw uh, Will Shipley got a Chipotle deal and they called it Chipotle. Yeah. I saw that Good too. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yeah. That no feels joke. like that was a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> but okay. Yep. They put a jersey in and it says Chipotle. Oh, well, good for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for that game. Uh, so let's, we'll move on to old Southern Cal. They had a week off last week. They come back playing at Arizona State. That's a 10:30 p.m. kickoff. USC is going to open up at 35 and a half point favorites. I'm going to go Arizona State. They haven't looked great this year. They do have a, a young quarterback. Uh, he was that five star that was. Committed to Florida, had some NIL issues. I guess they guaranteed him like $8 million. He didn't get it, so he moved on. Um, so talented but young. USC coming off a bye week. That's just a lot for a uh, 
for a conference game. So give me Arizona State and the points. Oh, we'll go that way. <laughs> Jacob's looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 35 and a half is a lot, but let me give you these stats. Uh, so uh, US, USC, I'm going to say it. Um, That's fine. Southern Cal. They, uh, we know where Dan they've Valley scored 56. Is. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> 56, 66, and 56. So they're yeah, not going to score, score less than 50. Arizona State will score 35. It'll be 56 so? to 35. Because let me It'll tell be you, they've scored 24, 24, 15, and you know what happened last week, right? Yeah, Arizona played Fresno State, and they lost 29 to nothing with eight turnovers. All right, I might change my pick. You want to change late. your pick? <laughs> nope. Clint won't let so me. So I'm I taking Southern Cal. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Clint won't let me. And see, this is the one where, yeah, they'll, they'll cover. Your pick will cover, and you'll just be here next episode just nodding your head. Like, yeah, that's right, boys. Hey. Um. Yeah, what, what else you got there, Jacob? Help me, because I'm all on the, he needs. He needs a few more stats I before he makes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern Cal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go Southern. I don't want to go Southern Cal. I just said I'm going to fade all these, like, you just did. big uh, favorites. In here, we I said 40, gonna, though. Well, you said, no, you said you're going to fade me, though, so that this might be the best time to do that. There we go. Okay, that's the way I'll justify it. Screw you. There you go. Take, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take USC, lay the points. Like you said, Jacob, I'm, you know, Arizona State, they're losing 29 to nothing against Fresno. Like, how do you score zero points? They're only averaging 292 yards of offense a game. Um, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, for USC, improvement. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, <laughs> USC is going to score. It's, it's That was never the issue with USC. It's always can they stop people from scoring 40? Um, and I Having think an offense was, coming in this eight turnovers, that's how you help a defense out. So that's right. Yeah. So yeah. and and USC, oh God, this kind of scares me now because they're coming off the bye week. Right. Maybe they're all like, still got some donuts sitting in the tank that they haven't worn off yet. I don't know. Yeah, no, but that's all right. I'll take USC, I'll lay the points. Isn't Lincoln Riley really good off of a bye too? Kind of like uh the Chiefs guy, the Chiefs coach. Andrew Reed. Waffle House guy. Andy Reed, thank you. Yeah, but Andy Reed never played Arizona State at home. At I mean at Arizona State, yeah, Sun Devils yeah. baby, the, the Sun Give Devils the man. points. Tell you, get you. <laughs> oh man, one of the uh, game day is going to be in South Bend, Indiana. Ohio State is at Notre Dame. Man, I am pumped for this game, man. Um, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I man, Notre. It's not that Notre Dame hasn't looked good, but I think. We kind of get skewed sometimes when these teams that are ranked high and they play early on that we expect them just to drop 50 points and blow everybody out, which they are kind of doing at the end of the game. Um, NC State was their only like real like, hey, we're kind of struggling. Rain delays. NC State's got a good defense, so take it with what you will. Um, I think because Notre Dame's going to be a little bit slower paced than Ohio State and get them out of rhythm. Uh, Devin McCord hasn't faced a team like this this year. And as good as that offense is with Marvin Harrison Jr. I just think Notre Dame's got more experience, the better offensive line. As far as an entire four quarters go, I think they're going to be the better team. So give me Notre Dame and those three and a half points. I think it's a close game, but I'm going to lean Notre Dame. I'm going to lean Sam Hartman, that O-line, estimate at the running back position. That little little old school football beating up on Ohio State. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with, man. Give me Notre Dame all the way. Yeah, where is game day this week? It's it's here. I figured it At was because this, this is the highest yep. ranked matchup. This is mm-hmm. probably going to be one of the best games yep. this week. Um, 
Dude, I'm, I'm with you. I got Notre Dame, uh, even though like stats so far for these teams are close to identical. Um, this is all based on points per game, but the the offense for OSU is 22nd best in the nation. Defense is second best. That's interesting to say if we're not Ohio State team. I mean, it's only been three games, but this is all based on three games. What, what, sorry, Dame, what, were, you saying, uh, what were you saying the offense stat was for that? Uh, 22nd best in the country based on points per game. Really? Okay. And second best for defense. Um, Notre Dame is ninth best offense and 14th best defense. Um, so like I said, the stats, you, you can kind of even that out to pretty much identical so far. So this is going to be a damn good game. Um, what's the spread again? I had that page up and I lost. Three, three and a half. Uh, three and a half OSU. Eight. Okay. Um, I really think this comes down to maybe like a, who gets the ball last. This is in Notre Dame. Uh, that crowd is going to be humming. I know that. Um, but I really think the playmakers make make a difference here. With that being said, that's leaning more towards Notre Dame for me because they have Sam Hartman, a more established quarterback, and they have a dog at running back in Estime. Um, right. You know, he's averaging, and Clint, I'm probably stealing all your stats if you had any. Estime's got 8.3 yards per carry right now. Like, I wish. Can we Can we uh, get him on the God. South Carolina team? I'll pay him whatever to transfer. Dude, yeah. I had that one cocked, ready, ready to fire. To go. Oh, I'm so sorry, God. dude. No, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> but Henderson's got 6.4, so he's no slouch, but estimate is just another another animal so far. Have you have, you guys actually, have y'all seen what he looks like? I've got a picture of his Who, face Henderson? here. It's no, no, no. Faceless estimate. muscular. I think it's oh, estimate. Oh, oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy cow. <clears throat> for sure. So Notre Dame's going to win, for sure. All right, um, Clint. Yeah, no, I, this is going to be a crazy game. Like, Notre Dame feels like they finally, they're like, okay, we're at the top again. And OSU, I mean, yeah, they're, they're ranked six, but I, I got a feeling they feel like they're, they're a little nervous about this game. It may be a lot nervous. Um, uh, it's interesting to see. I will say last week, uh, OSU kind of turned it on as far as offense. They scored 63. That was against Western Kentucky. Before that, they'd only scored 35 points and 23 points. Uh, 23 points being against a uh, Indiana team. So, uh, <clears throat> kind of a weird year for Ohio State. Obviously, without their 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 star quarterback Stroud, um, McCord, he's not bad. It's just they're not the. It didn't seem like they're the high powered offense of old. Um, so, having said that, that defense from Ohio State is pretty good. They were only allowing uh, 223 yards a game, so that's going to be interesting to see. Um, now, Notre Dame's kind of seen a decent defense. They they played NC State, um, so I don't think they'll be completely caught off guard. I am curious, too, why Henderson only has 30 carries for 191 yards. I feel like when you don't have the kind of, like, prolific passing offense that you would kind of lean on your your running a little bit more and it didn't seem like that's been the case now to be fair i haven't been you know super eyes on with ohio state just because they haven't been playing like super tough competition but having said all that this is gonna be a crazy game game day is gonna be there it's gonna be so loud um it's nice to see these two teams being ranked this high playing each other especially this early in the year because this is going to have several impl- implications for the, the college football playoff so i think i'm going to take notre dame and uh 
in the points. I, I think with Hartman, they're able to bounce back. I think, especially when we saw them during the NC State game, they were able to, to kind of navigate through a tough defense and and make it happen and make it happen in the end. Um, and I'm I'm a believer. So, uh, yeah, give me Notre Dame, and I will take the points. And how many yards per carry does estimate have? Um, whatever one ninety one divided by thirty is probably eight point three. That's what Jacob. Eight point three. My bad, I think that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Oh man! All right, all three across the board for the old Fighting Irish. Uh, moving on to uh, number seven, Penn State. They're at home versus our favorite team, Iowa. Listen. Penn State has not steered me wrong. I've picked them against the spread accurately every single game. They haven't steered me wrong. 14 and a half point favorites versus Iowa. Iowa won't score 25. Penn State will cover 14 and a half. Book it. So what that sounds like okay, so <laughs> what would you Clinch put the like spread at? Shaking then? his head. <laughs> you were very confident. What would you put the spread at then? Uh 18. Okay. I thought well, it's, they're easy. They're easy two touchdowns. They're, they're two, and, yeah. and Iowa just can't. Yeah, it's not going to be. You know, I don't think Penn State's going to put fifty on them, but Iowa's not going to score twenty five, and Penn State will be in the upper thirties probably. Yeah, like a thirty eight, like thirty eight twenty, thirty eight twenty game. There we go. Just give it a score prediction. There you go. I uh, I feel the exact same way. I feel like Iowa's about to get embarrassed a little bit here. Um, that forty one points. It just seems so fraudulent to me that they scored last week. Um, so yeah, give me y'all know how I feel about Iowa. Uh, give me, <laughs> give me Penn Penn State. They're gonna they're gonna embarrass the uh, Hawkeyes. Calling them frauds, Jesus. No, yeah, bit. Clemson should be ranked higher than this freaking twenty fourth Iowa team. That's right. That. Yeah, it's hard um, hard to argue against that. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Penn State hasn't given up more than fifteen points this year. I, I, I thought I'd share that stat with y'all because you like this whole 25 points I mean, per that, game. That just, that just that emphasizes one. my point even more. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I got Penn State in this too. Um, they've, they've given up 13, 7, and 15. And even worse than that, Cade Club, uh, Club dear, dear God, Cade uh, <laughs> McNamara, um, he's only completed 53% of his passes this year, and he is 116th in the nation in QBR at 30.4. So, not gonna. That's not good going against a. This is the whiteout game too at Penn State at night. So oh, that's, not, oh, that's not. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. That's all. You, that's all you had to say. We could have ended it at that. Yeah. That yeah so this is me. not going to be pretty. Penn State will cover easy. Jesus. Love it. Love it. Oh man, Jacob, <laughs> take this away, buddy. Number eight, Washington <laughs> at home against Cal. Ten thirty kickoff on Saturday. <laughs> Washington's twenty and a half point favorites. Are y'all believers yet? I'm a believer. <laughs> Not as much as you. I'm not gonna get on my body yet, but I'm a believer. I love Justin cool. Bieber. There we go. Oh god. Shout out Canada. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh god. Uh yeah. So Washington people need to really start respecting them. Not because I'm telling them, even though I've been right about Penn nope, Jr. Only the whole time. because you're telling them. No, 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 no. This team should be honestly pushing top four at this point. And this this will be yet another statement game. I wanna shout out though, um, Washington's receivers because not only is Penix Jr. just you know, these are three receivers make them look so good or make uh make um Penix look so good. Uh and I'm probably gonna pronounce some of these wrong. 
But Rome Odunzi is our leading receiver. Uh, 22 catches, 419 yards, and two touchdowns. And then you have uh, Jay McMillan at 20 receptions, 311 yards, and three touchdowns. Then you have Jay Polk at 13 and 300 and two two touchdowns. Like Penix is slinging the ball around, but these guys are getting open, getting separation. I just want to throw them out there too. It's not just Penix Jr. These these receivers have been around and are are guys. So Washington's definitely gonna cover this. The only way Cal makes this close is they gotta create some turnovers, gotta turn the ball over, you know, from Penix and stuff. But this is gonna be possibly a route. I I honestly don't I yeah, I like Washington. You know, I was defending them when the, this new AP poll came out and they were still only ranked eighth and they're absolutely destroying everybody. And listen, we talk about cupcakes. Washington, we say they haven't played anybody. As far as cupcakes go, Michigan State, Tulsa, and Boise are not the, you know, the weakest cupcakes by any right. means. Right. So, yes, they're not playing super tough teams, but they're not playing Furman. They're not playing FAU. They're not playing Weber, whoever that is. Weber uh, State. Yeah. Um, they're playing, like, legitimate teams. Yeah, those teams are great, but they're not terrible. And they're still just destroying. I mean, over 1,300 yards already for Penix. That's, that's insane. The team is averaging over 600 yards of offense a game. Think they're, about they're that. Just, that's video yeah. game numbers. Right. Uh, it, averaging. We, we hope for a game. As, as a Carolina fan, I hope for a game a year <laughs> where we have 600 yards of offense. And they're just averaging it. Um, last week, we, I talked about this, where they, the second half, they literally just put it on cruise control and they still had like 700 yards of offense. So, um, must be nice. Yeah. Um, saying all that, I, Cal, I, I really don't know what to make of them. You know, they, they only lost to Auburn by four points. And I don't think Auburn's that bad. Uh, it was a 14 10 game. So, I, I do, what is it, 20 and a half? Yeah. Let me look here. Yes. 20 and a half. 20 and a half. I mean, I can't really talk up Washington that much and then take Cal. So uh, I'll, I'll take Washington and uh, lay the 20 and a half. I, I do think, uh, I, I just think they're, they're a score machine and it, it, it would take a, a lot bigger number for this to kind of scare me. So yeah, I'll take Washington. Yeah, and for, for what it's worth, I don't know if I can trust this stat just yet, but their, th- their strength of schedule is 13th in the nation. Washington's is. No, I, I don't believe know it because that, that Boise State was ranked. I believe top twenty five when they played on week one. Yeah, maybe they I don't weren't, know if but that, they were on that, the, sit on the edge. That stat is like including their whole schedule and just ranked at the beginning of the year. It was thirteenth going into the year, or if that's their current, you know, so right. far they're ranked thirteenth. But yeah, strength of schedule is pretty good. Yeah, if I didn't already say it, I'm with Washington. Um, they haven't really steered me wrong either with the uh, with how they're outscoring people. All right, moving on. Talk of the talk of the nation, talk of the world, probably. Uh, Colorado is taking on Oregon. It's a home game that's out in Eugene, Oregon, Autzen Stadium. Oregon opens up as a 21-point favorite against Colorado. Colorado is going to be without Travis Hunter for the for the couple weeks. Um, look, I, this one is pretty tough for me because I think I think even with Travis Hunter, I'm I'm thinking that you know Colorado is probably not going to win the game based on Oregon's offense. But at the same time, Colorado wouldn't surprise me at this point with how they're playing. I don't think 
Colorado is going to be able to win this game without Travis Hunter. I think they need him on both sides of the ball, defensively, especially with this high-powered offense. But I think the 21 is something that they can definitely cover. Their defense has to step up and make plays. Um, and I think they have the ability to do that. They got the players. They just they just need to put it together in a complete game, um, even though Bo Nix has, has played lights out this year. So I'm actually going to take Colorado. I'm going to take the 21 points. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring back and forth. I think Oregon's going to handle business, but that point spread is just too much. And Colorado has been playing too well on offense for me to pick against them. I I kind of agree with you, but I I just don't know exactly how how much is this Travis Hunter thing going to affect them? Because like we talked about, dude, that guy is a difference maker. He's a Heisman candidate, and he's not a quarterback. I mean, he's playing nearly every single snap. Obviously, mm-hmm. the injury that sucks, especially the way it happened. Um, Jacob, did you see where um, Dion came out and kind of defended that uh, Henry Blackburn guy from CSU? Yeah, uh, him and not, Travis Hunter. Yeah, yeah they Colorado both State. defended him. Yep. Um, so uh, that's kind of cool to see because we always talk about Prime, and you know, the it's he's got like a that love him or hate him type personality. But I, I kind of respected that that they came out and was like, "Listen, this is this is still football. Yeah, it, it was a hard hit. Whatever. This is these things happen." Um, a last rate of liver, dude. I did not expect that, but uh, yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna go with, and this is literally just because of Travis Hunter, which is crazy. I'm gonna go with Oregon. I'm gonna lay the 21, just because you're you're essentially cutting down Sanders, you know, uh, offensive production and prowess in half, essentially because, dude, he he. Hunter got him out of a lot of jams, not him like because he did something bad. Just if they were like third and long and he had a scramble, he would just chunk it up and Hunter would come down with it. It didn't matter who was guarding him. So mm-hmm. I, because of that, it sucks. I hate it. I wish they were, you know, full strength going into this game because we talked about this, you know, after the first week or two that this is one we're circling. This is going to be a fun game to watch now, now that this has happened. It kind of sucks. But yeah, I'll take Oregon. It, you know, hopefully Hunter can get healthy and get back soon. This won't be any like indictment on Colorado if they if they do lose by more than twenty one. I think they still have a good team. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll take Oregon. Yeah, that's what I would label this game as. It's kind of a bummer to lose, you know, Travis Hunter because it's almost like losing two five stars. Like you said, he works on both sides of the ball. Um, I will say this over under is like seventy and a half. Which is crazy. That's one of the most realistic over unders I think so far. Um, but this this game would have been even more exciting if if Travis Hunter was going to be there. I think it still will be exciting. When I was first reviewing this game, I was thinking that okay, twenty one points. Colorado has proven everybody wrong in this whole world this whole season. They should cover that. But if you look at their three games, man, they played two overtimes in the last game. The TCU game was almost like an extra quarter because they were just so much back and forth. You know. Oregon, on the other hand, has had two easy games against, you know, whoever, Prairie State and Hawaii, and they had a tough one at, T- at Texas Tech. So I think Oregon's just going to be so much f- fresher as well in this game. Um, I personally will, will take Oregon to cover that 21 points because it's at Oregon too. Um, and I hate that because this would be a really good game if it was Travis Hunter, and I think just Colorado just hadn't been tested so much in the past three games. But um, the key to this game too for or, or for Colorado is I want to see. I mean, they got still got their two uh, leading receivers, I believe, and 
for that Colorado does. And I really want to see Dylan Edwards get some more run. Um, the first three games, even though he's played good and stuff, um, they've only given him where did I write it down at the first game gave him six snaps or six rush attempts, nine rush attempts in the second game and then 10 in the third, like give this man 21 rush attempts. You see how, how electric he is. He's a four star. Yes. He's a freshman. But he's electric. Give him, give him some run, try to run some clock off, keep that offense off the field. That gives you, I think a really good chance without Travis Hunter. And then you can still, you still got your two leading receivers to just toss the ball up to Sanders doesn't have to throw for 500 yards. And even if like, he probably will have a better stat line than Bo Nix in this game and he will still probably lose. But I, I, I definitely think Oregon's going to cover that 21. Well, Dude, I, I think we're in trouble, Jacob, because I think this is the second game this week. Me and you have been on the same side, and uh, JC has picked the other no, side. No, so. other way around. Confidence. Yeah, man. you think so? We're, okay. we're going to make a, make a comeback on them. <laughs> right, we'll enough. see. We'll see. I mean, you got, you got some ground to make up. But, and, and not only do you have ground, up, ground to make up, and you're picking against Prime, like, that's. Oof, I'm only six games back trouble. from you, brother. Well. <laughs> It's not like I'm 20 games back. That's true. I'm a little more know. than that. I'm just I'm just used to the Braves being up on 20 everybody this year, so that's my mindset. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's very All right, true. man. All right, so let's move on. We, we got a lot of games to get through. Um, Utah is playing UCLA. Um, UCLA is coming in ranked 22nd. Utah is ranked 11th. I still don't know if Cam Rising playing. I don't think it matters. I've said this the same exact statement I'm about to say. I've said in the past about Utah. I believe I said it last week. It didn't matter what quarterback was playing. Bryson Barnes, Nate Johnson. Looks like it's Nate Johnson going to take the start again if Cam Rising is not healthy. Four and a half point favorites over UCLA. Utah's looked pretty solid all year. Give me Utah in the four and a half. Okay. I actually have UCLA in this one. Um, both undefeated teams. Uh, their coach, Kyle Winningham, said... Uh, just yesterday, he said that uh, Cam Rising practiced. Am I stealing your stat again? No, it's um, I got the same freaking pick. So again, j- and we're on the same side. And j- no, no, no. We, we got this. There. We got this, dude. We got this. Believe. Go ahead, my bad. Um, Go ahead. Guys, it's been three weeks. Are you not a believer in me yet? Come on, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> Come to the but dark Cam side. Cam Rising practiced Tuesday, but uh, Kyle Whittingham came out yesterday and said that it's really going to be. 40 within 40 hours of the game and you may not get a decision until game time if he's going to play again um in this game so it's going to be like a hit or miss kind of kind of deal but i i have to pick ucla because even if cam rising plays dude i know this utah team is well coached but i that dante moore kid has been lighting it up so far um seven touchdowns one pick so far this year still as a freshman like that's that's impressive to come in and do that um the, the thing will the problem will be is that this is on the road at Utah. It's never an easy place to play. Just ask USC. Just ask Oregon. Anybody from the Pac-12. But um, I I just can't I just can't like say no to UCLA. You're gonna give me how many points with UCLA? Yeah, four and, four and a half. That's four and a half. Are you like, kidding I've, me, bro? I gotta take give, Utah. Yeah. Clint. No, no, no. I'm UCLA. Take Utah, buddy. Come on, man. Dude, no. Scare money don't make money. That's why. What? I, I, <laughs> That's yeah, you're not making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I ain't scared. I'll, I'll take UCLA. He ain't scared. I, I feel like Utah would be the the favorite pick here. Um, they are because they're a better football team. Hmm. Well, we know that. Uh, hey, who's the coach? Three thirty Kelly. Right? We'll, we'll have time. I'm trying not to think about this too much because when I do think about it, this is when I have. I know like, that's why I'm trying to. Yeah, trying to help you no, out. No, no, Don't think no, about no. it. Give me the evil UCLA. guy here. Yeah, no. Your instincts. No, I. <clears throat> I, I I like Utah. They're a good team. 
defensively. But it's been fun to see what the backup quarterbacks have been able to do uh, in, in place of Cam Rising. I just don't think Utah's that great. They're ranked 11th, and I think that might be high. Um, but they're winning. That's what they're supposed to be doing. You know, they beat Florida. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't think they're that great. And this might be the game where we kind of see it. Um, so give me UCLA. I'll lay the – it's – what was it, four? I know you just said it too. Four and a half Utah. Okay, I'll take the four and a half. In I mean, you know UCLA's offense is averaging 527 yards per game. Okay, too. and like, so was Georgia Tech last week. And look, they lost by 25 points. Dude, why'd you have to bring that up again? <laughs> because I was just the easiest. It had nothing to do with you. It's just as easy as like everyone that scores has 500 yards this year, except for South Carolina. It's just the way of the world now. But can you get it in the end zone? No, they can't. Not, not, not versus Utah. All right, this next one, man, is a tough one for me to pick. Um, LSU is playing Arkansas. That's, that's going to be in the real Death Valley. That's a 7 p.m. kickoff. LSU opens up as 17 and a half point favorites. Last week, I picked Mississippi State to cover the nine and a half point spread. I was very wrong on that. LSU absolutely murdered Mississippi State. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a blowout, man. It was, it was bad. Um, LSU probably, probably played a perfect game. Jaden Daniels looked incredible. I don't know if they can repeat that performance back to back to back weeks, not because they're not capable of it. I just think for them to have that kind of performance again is, is unlikely. Arkansas still has KJ Jefferson at quarterback. They got a lot of talent on offense. I think because of that, they'll slow the game down some as far as running the ball. 17 and a half is a lot, even versus um, this Arkansas team, man. So I, I hate to do this because LSU's look so good, but that's such a big spread. And this is a rivalry game in the SEC West. Give me Arkansas. Give me the 17 and a half, man. It's just too much. Um, it's it's a tough one for me to pick, but yeah, give me 17 and a half in Arkansas. I know I already know you guys are leaning the other way, so I cannot wait for next week. I'm a, we're, I'm a leg, we're go first. Our records are flipped one way or the other. It's gonna be phenomenal. Jacob, no, no, go okay. ahead, man. You're smiling. Yeah, Jacob, yeah, no, 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 no. Go ahead, Clint. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clint's waiting on your stats. Clint's waiting on your stats. I'm scared. I got <laughs> no, 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 LSU. No. <laughs> Go, 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 go ahead. I got LSU. LSU? All yeah. right, Clint. Who um, you got? Okay. Oh, hey, he's got some. Uh, no, I don't really have any, too, like, too many stats. I just know that Arkansas, this is not the same team as they were last year. I don't know what was causing I mean, another 2-1, and one, and they had their one loss to uh, BYU by just one touchdown. But they haven't looked impressive against Kent State. They had looked impressive in their – I mean, they looked okay in the other one. But, like, this team just not what we were expecting them to be. Um, and people could say that about the first game against, uh, you know, LSU against um, Florida State. That second half, they did not look like what we expected them to look like. But since then, this LSU team has been lights out. Um, and I, I, I have to say this because that's why I picked LSU to cover this because I picked them as my SEC champions for this year. Like I, they've got, they cannot cover on. and still win the SEC. No, I know, but like this is a dominant team. <laughs> that second half was just a weird. I mean, it was weird to have the FSU just brought it to them, but. Um, but I, that's why I have LSU. They're, they're my SEC champs. They gotta, gotta keep this hot streak going. There you go. So I, I actually wanted to go Arkansas, but after you run in your mouth, JC, I'm gonna go LSU, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> let you scare me. That's a this mistake. Is, <laughs> that's a mistake. Dude, like we, mistake. Arkansas just isn't that great. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, I, but KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders at running back, that little tandem single-handedly beat our team last year and a lot of other teams. Well, I we're not, not LSU. Yeah. It, no, I know. I know. I know. Also, that's like all I have. It's it, That's it. So if you just 
But that's what I'm saying. I just guys. think they're going to be able to yeah. slow it down enough to. And you're probably you might be right. I again, this it's a big number for for the spread, but the way LSU's been playing, you know, we talked about it. Um, I feel like Arkansas is almost like similar to to Mississippi State in some ways, and LSU yeah. ran through them. So uh, I'll take LSU. I'll lay the points. I will say is if we were doing like kind of you said ESPN does a uh, you know one of their uh, pickums where it's like a, a confidence one. This would be mm-hmm. like my lowest confident pick. Yeah, because that's it's so tough because they did look so good last week. I mean, they yeah. they look like a national championship contender the way they were playing last week and versus a, a, a decent Mississippi State team. So, all right, well, this is good, man. Everyone's kind of flip flops. So <laughs> somebody's making some ground up next week. week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All right, now this next one we talked a lot about this Alabama team last week with the quarterback controversy. Seems like Saban um, and Clint's words, which I agree with, wised up and went with Jalen Milrow. He said his leadership, his maturity is what kind of got him to that point. And the fact he said he played better. If you saw some of the clips versus last week, anytime uh, Buckner or Simpson was coming off the field, he was high-fiving them. He, he was waiting for them on the sideline. So it definitely shows some leadership and maturity there. I said if Jalen Milrow did not play this game, Ole Miss is going to win the game, is what I said. And, and mm-hmm. I meant that. But Alabama's seven-point favorites. And this is a high-scoring Ole Miss team, and I do not have a clue which way to go. I mean, it's it's such a toss-up to me. I mean, when Alabama's playing like Alabama, you know, a ten-point win here is nothing crazy. But this Ole Miss team, man, that offense and Jackson Dart are playing really well. So, um, let me hear some of y'all's takes this time. Let me hear Jacob's stats. Let me hear Clint's rant so he doesn't just go against me and then I will make my pick because I, I still might need some convincing one way okay. or the other. So Jacob, go ahead, I know Clint. you got no, some no, stuff Clint for first. us. Clint first. All right, no, no. Clint, Clint first. Where's this, game? Where's this game at? Is it at Alabama? It's, it's at, at Alabama. Alabama. It's There's a uh, three three thirty kickoff on CBS. Ooh. Where it should be. So this one, I'm, I'm with you, JC. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what are we going to see? And, and like, if Milrow right. isn't like, is he gonna let Milrow just play the whole game regardless? If if, if I think not so. I well, think, is I, he gonna? I think he's I think he's committed to him unless he just absolutely shits the bed and just is throwing to the other team. I think Milrow. I think he's gonna stick because he he doesn't want that. He he's not that type of coach to be like, let's bring in a quarterback every other series. Like, right? I think he wants to stick with a guy. I mean, he kind of did in the national championship a few years back with uh, Tua and Jalen. Well, I guess. Like, no, I mean, I guess you're right. Like that. I mean. <clears throat> And okay, I'm not over, saying like he's over over the course of a season, but you're right. He's not afraid to pull the trigger. That's for danger. Yeah, yeah. Like he's so made like, that if, clear. If, if Alabama's losing by 14 or 17 at the half, like is he now after the shit show that was last week? I, I agree. But I that's what I'm saying. Gonna, if they're losing yeah. by 14 or 17, like to me, Milrow is still the better player. Like Tom, yeah, like I Buckner agree. coming in is not gonna. So it's like I agree. Milrow yeah. gives them the best chance to win. And if and if they're just not playing that, well, it's like all right. Well, this is your team. Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of teams I, that least, deal with bad quarterbacks. Yeah, and I hope that's the, the 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 train of thought. And it sounds like it might be. I think they, you know, last week they're like, okay, that was a disaster. Let's not do that again. Um, right. What what's scary? We mentioned it, the the Florida State Clemson game. Is this like a a game where Alabama is like they were now they're awake and Milro goes off? Uh, it's it's interesting because they had that 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 week game against USF last week and didn't look great. And obviously we, we saw now if God, if Miller would have been playing, I don't think that we would even be talking about that game last week. Uh, I agree. So uh, it might be a, a moot point because 
I, again, Milrose the better quarterback. We've all seen it. Uh, I kind of want to go Alabama. This one is like JC talked about confidence. This is the game this week I'm least confident about. I think I'm going to go Ole Miss, though. I think the way they score, I, I, Kiffin wants this one. God, he wants this one. Uh, oh, yeah. And Alabama, I did this um, week two when Alabama pay, played Texas. And I was like, well, Texas could score, but I think Alabama is going to be able to hold them, and they couldn't. And I think right. it's going to be something similar. And it was, I think, the similar spread. I think it's like a seven or something. So I'll it take was, Ole yeah. Miss. I'll take Ole Miss. And, uh, and I'm getting seven points. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaning exactly your way, Clint, um, because of the seven points. Like, I genuinely thought, I mean, I know it's at Tuscaloosa, but I genuinely thought this would be like a two or three point game, if not Ole Miss, maybe even slightly favored. Um, but I, I understand people still through thick and thin will think Bama is still one of the best schools out there. I mean, they still are. They still have, we've talked about this other times, they still have the four and the five star recruits everywhere. They just got to get their their you know ship going the right direction i think the bama's biggest weakness this year is it's it's amazing that we've had i'm actually saying this now because the turnover at bama when it comes to the coaching staff is insane i mean they they, they get a new offensive coordinator every year because the guys are leaving to go to other jobs and stuff i think that's been the problem so far to start at bama this year is they just don't have the, the coaching staff the elite coaching staff that they just have always had. Um, so that's taking the step back. This Bama, that's why I told you in the last pod, I wasn't pressing the panic button just on this team just yet. Um, they may struggle for another week or two. Um, I still possibly think that Bama will win this game at home, but you're giving me seven points with the fourth best offense in the nation right now with Ole Miss. I mean, their defense is not good, giving up 350 yards a game. So this could be, well over the 55 and a half over under. I definitely think it'll be in the 60s. Um, so, but this is going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be like a, maybe even like a big 12 game. You know, everybody's just going mm-hmm. back and forth. The Jalen Monroe is electric, man. I, he is definitely the best quarterback. He deserves to be the starting quarterback. He may make his mistakes, but he is electric. So this is going to be a fun game to watch. There's so many good games to watch. I don't know how I'm going to do. I'm going to need like five different TVs, but um, I, I think I'll make cover. Yeah, this is, so this is the thing, man. It's like, Bama's secondary isn't isn't what it has been, which is a problem going against this Ole Miss team. And for Alabama to keep up scoring wise, the the other problem is this isn't the Alabama offense that we've seen in the past either with Bryce Young and some of these. I mean, all these top receivers that have been drafted and you know in the first round of the NFL. Um, it's just not that team, man. And it it it's it's weird to even like be worrying about Alabama. As like a seven point favorite, Ole Miss. Not that Ole Miss hasn't hasn't been good the last few years because they have been, but for for it to be as tough as it is, I just I think that I think Milrose a guy. I think he's got to stick with him for those points we all kind of hit on earlier. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard for me to pick against you, man. With uh, with the way Ole Miss has been playing on offense, so give me Ole Miss. Give me the seven points. If it's a shootout, it leads Ole Miss way. If this is a, it gets this gets into an old school scrap fight, which it's not then I would lean Bama, but I think this is a high scoring, hey man, can you prevent my wide receivers from running past you? Track me. And I don't think Alabama for the first time in a long time is going to be able to stop that. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think all across the board, it looks like we're on, uh, we're on Ole Miss. But yeah, I'm with you, Clint, man. Probably the, the second toughest one to pick this week. Alright, yeah. th- this, one, this one's pretty tough too. Um, the implications aren't, aren't as... Th- aren't as high as, as maybe the last game, but Oregon State is traveling to Washington State 
Oregon State opens us opens up as a two and a half point favorite. Oregon State's done what they had to do to win ball games. They haven't asked DJ to do a whole lot, but he's playing well. He's not turning the ball over. A few games he's thrown for like under two hundred yards, but again, he's he's being accurate. He's had a lot of time to throw the ball. Um, to me, two and a half points it isn't crazy, even though they're traveling um, to Washington State. I, I think they've looked good enough that. They're definitely going to cover that. So give me Oregon State, two and a half. I think DJ does just enough with his arm to handle it. Don't turn the ball over. Use your legs. He runs for 50, 60 yards, throws for a couple hundred. Man, I think that's the recipe for Oregon State's offense. So, yeah, give me them in the two and a half. Yeah, this is going to be – the spread makes it really difficult. Um, It's kind of close to a pick-em's two and a half. But, you know, DJ, so far, you just you, you think you know what you're going to get. And that's what the problem was at Clemson. Sometimes you got really good DJ, five-star DJ, and then sometimes you got like three-star DJ. Um, I really think that this game is going to be decided more on Cameron Ward, um, the Washington State quarterback. He's kind of lit it up so far this year, um, almost 1,000 yards through the air and nine touchdowns and um, two rushing touchdowns and 95 yards on the ground. The problem is that's the leading rusher for the team, 95 yards through three games. Um, if they can establish any kind of run, I think that they'll have a, a good advantage in this game, even though Oregon State is a very good team all the way around. Um, Cameron Ward actually has the 15th best um, QBR in the in the nation, too. So he's been balling out, man. Um, but like I said, I, I'm going to take Washington State because it's so, it's so close, and I kind of just want to be different, too, um, for Pickham's reasons. But eh, this is going to be an exciting one. So what you got, Clint? So, so who are you picking? Washington State. Washington State. Yep. Okay. Dang, I was I was kind of hoping you were gonna go Oregon State. When's the, when, has has Oregon State ever been ranked 14th in the nation ever? They oh, had buddy. oh man, like oh what's his name? The small they had a small running back with uh, uh Jaquiz Rogers. When they had Jaquiz Rogers, he that went, went to there? the NFL. Jaquiz Rogers oh. in Oregon State. That team, I I think they were close to like maybe 12. 14 area back then. Really? God, they had remember. a decent little team. They had another, they had a quarterback too. Then you'd probably recognize the name. Um, I cannot think of it off the top of my head, but they, they've had a few, uh, uh, yeah, a few years they've been, they've been pretty decent. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, that's, it's crazy to think Oregon State being ranked 14. We, we talk about all these other teams right. in the nation, and here's Oregon State, you know, just this little Pac 12 team that's like one of the best in the nation. So it's interesting to see, but. I, I think that what's swaying me here to go Washington State is it's at Washington State. DJU, I, he's a good quarterback. We've talked about him several times. We know who he is. I think when the pressure is on, that's when he starts to falter a little bit. When it gets loud, he starts making silly mistakes. And I, I think that's what I'm going to go with, a, a loud home crowd. I know it's a it's a small spread, but I think Washington State's going to pull this out and um, and get the get the win it is at two and a half right yeah mm-hmm. i'll uh i'll yeah, take that too so yeah give me washington state oh that actually could kind of surprised me since anytime i said anything about dj you guys were giving me shit and uh, here i am trying to help the guy out getting, i never defended his, dj his... i was just poking the bear and stoking the fire watching <laughs> you turn red in the face every time dj was brought up well, because that's right i mean jago finally alluded to the fact that he plays like a three-star Everyone kept saying five star, five star. Well, he hasn't played like a five star ever in his life. Sorry. <laughs> no, he did against star. Notre Dame. That first oh, game. Wow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so I'll say that ever. That's great. So so well. <laughs> uh, 
whatever. Manti Teo's girlfriend was five star too, so take that with you will. Old memories, man. Moving on, Oklahoma at Cincinnati. Oklahoma's 14.5 point favorite. This is easy. Give me Oklahoma in the points. They're scoring like crazy. They're still not that great, but their offense is good. So, yeah. Before, before you guys say anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Can you, can you give me that take one more time? They got a good offense. They haven't <laughs> okay. played anybody yet. Cincinnati's right. not great either. So, let's, let's, you know, they're, Oklahoma. You do this the whole horses. season. They're going to be like 12 and 0. You'll be like, yeah, well, they're, they're, they suck. They, they, play, they play nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're only averaging yeah, I mean, 650 well, yards of offense. But that, they're not going to go 12 and 0 because they're going to lose to Texas at least. I want to. I don't know, man. That, that, that's that's going to be games. a better game you think it will. They're um, losing to Texas. They lost to Texas like 49 to 0 last year. And this Texas team is better than last year. Yeah, because they had like half a team. Sucks us up. Okay. We, we get, we'll go into that when the, <laughs> we'll when, get when to that, that game when comes around. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you. After us just bickering for a second, I 100% yeah, agree. Okay. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma yeah. is definitely going to cover this. Uh, give me Oklahoma. That's interesting. The yell are just so easy just to say, yeah, they're on it. I know they're scoring a lot of points. Um, they they only put up 28 against SMU. And we think exactly. SMU is a little trash. Bit, like, Fourteen and a half yeah, is, boy, is did, a weird did, number. Wasn't that wasn't that twenty eight zero? Uh twenty eight eleven. Oh, you guys were hyping up their defense a lot too. Eleven is that a lot of points? Did, no, one yeah. of those weeks they gave up like zero, and I was like, ah, good for them. Seven three like, nothing oh, is zero points. We gave up more to Furman in the first half. That, yeah. Furman's ranked sixth in the FCS. FCS. <laughs> FCS. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you picked Oklahoma and are like proceeding to dog them the entire time. <laughs> Jacob's dogging him. He's saying that they suck. He's he's no, no, he's no, no, really no, I'm not saying they suck. He's not picking. He he's picking no. Cincinnati in the points. Calm, calm your tits, man. No, no, no. no. But you're saying he's picking Cincinnati in the points. No, I'm not. I'm picking Oklahoma. But I'm saying this is going to be a closer oh, game okay. than you think because Cincinnati is two and one. They lost to Miami of Ohio in overtime. They shouldn't have lost there. But they Miami beat Ohio Pitt twenty-seven. Should be in the FCS too. Hold on. <laughs> they lost to Pitt twenty-seven twenty-one, and then they beat they the shit out of somebody be. sixty-six thirteen. Right. Well, they're putting up 525 yards of offense. Oklahoma's offense, Ooh. you saw, put 7,300 up, up points against Arkansas exactly. State. Exactly. They're, they're, they're averaging 534. Cincinnati's right behind them. Um, th- so is Georgia Tech. <laughs> Does it matter? I'm just saying, this, this may not be the 14 and a half points. I think Oklahoma will definitely cover <laughs> that, dude. But, like, this is not just a slot. It's in Cincinnati, too. Like, I didn't say it was a slot. It's a noon game, but it's not a slot. But, I still will pick Oklahoma, but this will be a sneaky closer game than I I think. I feel and like we were. You I feel like we were all arguing slightly different angles to this game, <laughs> but still, <laughs> but like agree. directly all at each agree. other. Yeah. <laughs> all agree at the. We all have the same yeah. take, but very different. It's for the spread to do to you, man. Oh man, it's I evil. It. I love it. Oh god, uh, that was actually hilarious. Um, <laughs> North Carolina Pitt. This is easy, super easy. Last week was. Easy when they were 10 point favorites over 10 and a half point favorites in Minnesota. They won by what 21, 22 points. Um, they're playing at Pitt, they're seven and a half point favorites. North Carolina's they're easily seven and a half points better. So give me Drake Man the Tar Heels to easily cover that one. Yeah, you said this is at Pitt, yeah, it's at Pitt. Doesn't matter. Eight o'clock kickoff there on the old ACC network. Doesn't matter. Um, Done. Yeah, I, I think this is a turnaround game for Drake May. They kind of spluttered against uh, App State a little bit there. Um, they handled Minnesota pretty well. 
But like this is like, hey, let's get back to ACC play. Let's get back to Drake May. I think he's already thrown as many interceptions this year that he has that he did last year. Um, I think he's already. I got, mean, like, his, his numbers last year were insane. So it's like, yeah, they were. They but were. you're so right. He, you're this right. is like a get right, get right game for him. So I think UNC will cover that seven and a half. Yeah, I I think I agree too. It, it is interesting. We talk about the Heisman stuff, and I think Drake May is one of the people we talk about least so far this year about Heisman stuff. And coming into the year, we were everybody was like, "Do Drake May Heisman favorite?" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're right about yeah. He's, on four interceptions, um, which to his standard probably is unacceptable. <clears throat> I think he's going to come out. It's not good. And uh, <clears throat> he's going to have a pretty big game. So, yeah, give me UNC and I'll lay the points. I like it. I like it. All right. On to North Carolina's rivals, the Duke Blue Devils. They're at UConn. That's a 330 kick. Duke opens up as 21 and a half point favorites. They had a big spread last week versus. Uh, Northwestern, and they easily covered that. UConn's not good at all this year, which is no surprise. Um, if this was a basketball game, I'd be really excited about it, but it's not. Um, so Dude, all the basketball me, schools are like undefeated right now. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Like no, Kentucky you're right. and yeah, UCLA. Well, Kentucky's at least got a, a decent, decent little football team every now and then. Oh, uh, give me, give me Duke in the points to cover that. Yeah, this is this is a a surprising only twenty one and a half. You know, UConn's been probably one of the worst FBS schools, you know, for years now. I mean, they're 0-3 this year. Again, nothing's changed. Um, all you see on their schedule is a bunch of fat L's. So, I mean, 21 and a point, yeah, I'm taking Duke all day. Yep, I agree, boys. I like Duke here. Obviously, UConn I'm not too worried about. So, uh, I'll take Duke, lay the points. I like it. Nice and easy, which I think this next is going to be pretty easy, too. Number 20, Miami. Actually traveling to Temple, that's a 3.30 kick. Miami opens up as 23.5 point favorites. Look, Miami's playing really good. They, they got a really fast team. The defense has been flying around. They look really good versus A&M. Um, I think they're easily going to cover the 23.5. Tyler Van Dyksman been playing really well, really accurate, not turning the ball over, so look for them to cover as well. Oh, my God. What is that? <laughs> Copyright. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what's <laughs> playing right now. So, Jake, I'm gonna mute. You go ahead, and then I'll figure this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, besides the copyright, um, we probably have Miami. Yeah, definitely covering twenty three and a half. That's my pick. Um, Temple man, just that that not that great. I don't think. Uh, well, they're two and one. Um. Let's see who they played so far this year. I did all the research for a lot of the top teams, and then y'all got on a little earlier than I thought you would, and I don't have as much research for these last couple of games, which they're, they should be easy pick games anyway. But, um, yeah, these will be easy. Wow, ones. they lost to Rutgers 36-7? to Yeah, yeah. That's I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. That, yeah. That's an easy one. Okay. That's an easy one. All right, he's back. What you got, Clint? First, I'm still not sure exactly what that came from. I had to, like, reboot, like, refresh the whole page. Um. Yeah, I agree, though. I, I like Miami. At first, I was like, eh, is Miami going to do like that little Miami thing where they, they make you think they're really good, and then they absolutely shit the bed? They will, just gonna, not versus this team. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it happens here, so I'll take Miami. I'll lay the points. I like it. All right, Tennessee coming off a pretty disappointing loss to Florida. Still ranked right ahead of them, sitting at number 23. They're taking on University of Texas San Antonio. They're 20.5-point favorites. 
Um, I really don't like this spread at all. I, I think that it's a lot for Tennessee team, but at the same time, um, look, you, you got to come back. You got to score a lot of points. Um, and I think they're gonna they gotta let this offense just kind of rip it wide open there for a little bit, and and so I, I think they're gonna cover twenty and a half. I hope they cover twenty and a half. <clears throat> same, I feel like they, they've got to they got to wake up and get back into the season, um, dude. Why? Why? <laughs> we don't know what you're doing there. Uh, right, Jacob, what do you, what do you got, Jacob, um, on the uh, t- Tennessee needs to cover this for their own sake. I think they've only lost one game so far, and it was that Florida game. But they need to kind of get the the ship going in the right direction here. Um, this is the game to do it. UTSA is normally one of the worst teams in in the nation, so this is where they should cover easy. Um, just one little quick shout out because it is UTSA. If they have a bright spot, say it. Uh, Tyrese Knight actually leads the the nation in tackles so far with 51. Um, that's probably because he has the most opportunity to make the most tackles because they're always, always behind and on the offense of the other teams are always running the ball on them. But um, that's just a little shout out. But Tennessee will cover this. Well, he'll make a lot of tackles. That's for sure this Saturday. He's going to have to. That's a heck of a pace too, by the way. 51 already. Like, yeah, Jesus. That's kind, of, that's kind of crazy. Um, I think I got to figure it out now. Hopefully. If not, then I'm just going to rage quit and get off. But, um, <laughs> The I agree with you. I think Tennessee is going to cover. Look for this game, like Tennessee up big at the half. Maybe Nico gets some playing time. Maybe Uh-oh. there's some fire, some sparks, and you think so? Or Milton needs to. Oh, well, they're to throw a seven yard slant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Get some repetition <clears throat> on that. Um. So yeah, maybe they have a late cover. Uh, Nico's playing fourth quarter just to get him some reps, get him some playing time because he is the quarterback of their future. Uh, Milton is the more experienced, obviously, but uh, at some point they're going to want to let Nico get some some live reps in uh, some real games. And this is honestly probably a pretty good game to do it. So uh, yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Tennessee. I'm not going to speak on his experience and the fact that he's had a lot of experience of watching people take his job because he can't throw a ball. That's <laughs> great. <Jesus, dude. laughs> but I do I do agree with you. Florida, ranked number 25, coming off a big 29-16 win over Tennessee last week. They're home versus Charlotte. Charlotte in the past hasn't been a hasn't been a bad team. Um I looked up the right thing. They're two and one or one and two, I They're believe. They beat two. one and two. They beat South Carolina State. Um they played another team within 15 points. 27 and a half is a lot. This Florida team, I know they put 29 on Tennessee. This is still not an explosive offense. They still haven't quite figured it out yet. I know they won last week. Wasn't pretty at times. Still not the biggest believer in Graham Mertz in this offense. They're still not a, a complete fit. Um, so I'm actually going to take Charlotte to cover 27 and a half, more so a knock on Florida than it is Charlotte. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, Florida's not this like high powered offense. They're, I don't see them even against Charlotte scoring a, a ton of points here, at least not to, to cover the spread. Charlotte, they score once or Twice, ten points, thirteen points, something like that. I feel like they they'll, they'll cover. So I'll take Charlotte to uh, to cover the spread. Dern, you know, I actually wrote down Charlotte, and I was originally going to pick them until I actually just looked this up. They're averaging giving up four hundred twenty-two yards on defense, uh, two hundred seventy through the air so far. That's, that's probably the teams that can uh, that can score. I don't think Florida's that good. But but that's the thing. So if, I don't I don't I wish I had the stats in front of me. The amount of times Florida started their possession off like 
on the 50 going in was every time I looked at the ball on the 50, just like Milton mm. doing pick, they were punting out the back of the end zone, getting the ball at the 50, maybe even the 45. They had a short field to work with a lot of the times. I don't think Florida's going down the field eight times and scoring, uh, even getting field goals or whatnot. So I do, that is an interesting stat. Yeah, Charlotte's definitely not a good team and, and, and should lose by 20 plus points. But yeah. that, that extra seven and a half is what kind of worries me. Yeah, that is quite the, the spread for Florida of all teams to cover. But that, that average is still with beating SC State 24-3. That's really right. worrisome. I think if Graham Mercer is going to have a get-right game, it's going to be this one. So I'm actually second-guessing myself. And freak it, I'm going to take Florida to cover that. There you go. It's at the Swamp. So I swamp think at night, Graham Mertz good luck. had his pinnacle moment of the season, which was last week. You think so? So I don't think this is going to be a bad week. I think they're going to win by 20. I just don't think they're going to win by 27 and a half. And for Clint's sake and my sake, that needs to be the correct take because we need to keep this thing moving. I'll take, I'll take Florida. <laughs> I'll take the risk. All right. All right. The biggest game of the weekend, by if, far. You're a Gamecock, <laughs> if you're a Gamecock yeah. fan. Surprisingly, still don't understand why the spread keeps going up in our favor. I don't know what's changing on the Mississippi State side. South Carolina is a six and a half point favorite. We opened up at three and a half actually, and it's been going up ever since. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's it's a seven thirty kickoff at Willie B. Man, it's gonna be a rocking environment. I mean, I don't care if we're ten and zero, zero and ten. For the most part, fans show up in South Carolina. Um, so definitely definitely a tough environment to play. Mississippi State has a lot of guys coming back, <clears throat> an experienced defense. Obviously, they're going through transition with which. Uh, the tragic situation with Mike Leach and now them trans transitioning to a, a new coach and, and an offense and all that kind of stuff. So, but they do have Will Rogers who's been playing for uh, four years there at Mississippi state. So they they got some experience there. He, he's a solid quarterback, good decision-making. I do think we are the better team. If we come out like we did last week at Georgia, <laughs> uh, th- that'll be a, a really good start. Obviously um, we just, have to be disruptive on the D-line like we were. We got to do it through four quarters, which is tough. That That's how you win games. And then I think we just got to keep getting the ball to our playmakers. Let some guys lose. I think we have the better playmakers. We have the better big play ability. So kind of like what Jacob was talking about with Dylan Edwards, like handing the ball, handing the ball. I'm under that mindset. Even Beamer said in his weekly press conference, like, look, we all want to run the ball more. Like, that's obvious. Like, that's an emphasis on our team. He's like, I came from a running backs tight end coach. I love running the ball. But at the same time, when we get into a game, if the formula is to throw the ball 50 times to win the game, that's what we're going to do. And our best player is Spencer Rattler. And our, right mm-hmm. now, our second best player is Xavier Leggett. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I want us to run the ball as much as anyone. And I almost want to get to the point where even Beamer said it was call a run to call a run, not just like a run pass option. And we're checking out of it because of the numbers in the box. But that is kind of the chess game you play. But I think we got to do enough to kind of keep the defense honest, something we just haven't been able to, to do this year. So um, six and a half, man. Obviously, I'm a homer. I'm going to take it. I think we win by a touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I think we'll win by seven. Um, we just got to give Spencer time, and hopefully TJ Sanders is ready to rock and roll like he was versus Georgia, and uh, and we'll be fine. But th- this is one of those games we got to win, man. You know, that the whole eight eight win kind of over-under we were at. Actually, I, and I'm my bad. I think it was a six, uh, six one over under. I was pretty high on us getting us getting to eight. So for my own sake, that's kind of where I want to be. Um, Jacob, before we get to Clint, I, I want to hear your perspective on it. Obviously, last week we go into Georgia, 
scare them pretty early. We jump on them 14-3 in the second half. They outscore us 21-0, and we end up losing the game by 10. Outside looking in, how does this team look to you? Do you think Mississippi State's a challenge? I mean, this isn't a, a bad team. Obviously, they get blown out last week, but that's one of the best teams in the country. What's it look like from your perspective? Yeah, this is definitely going to be a challenge for you. Um, they LSU just kind of dominated them last week. Um, and they went to overtime against Arizona. Uh, that's not good to hear. So I really, y'all definitely are the better team, even with Will Rogers still there. Um, they have a new first year head coach because obviously rest in peace to Mike Leach. But um, I, going into Willie B, this game got sold out, I think like Monday night. I, I saw it was already sold out probably even before then. They just announced it then. So this, this stadium is going to be rocking. Um, the thing that worries me looking at y'all's averages, man, is y'all put up some, you know, some yards, 410 yards average per game. But I mean, the defense is allowing 462. I mean, that's against Furman, North Carolina, and, and Georgia. So, I mean, you knew North Carolina and Georgia would be good. So that makes some sense. But against Furman, like, like Clemson did, we, y'all had some mistakes there as well. Um, so you want to see this defense kind of sure that up. Um, I still continue to say this, man. I really want to see y'all start running the ball. 53 yards average per game is just not cutting it. Um, but th- this, this is, if y'all can jump on them early, especially, um, y'all, y'all, I have y'all covering the six and a half. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with both of y'all. We, we know what South Carolina is now. I will say, though, that I do think that O-line is improving uh, from what we saw week one. I mean, we saw during the Georgia game, they actually held up against a big Georgia defensive line, at least in the first half. Now they got tired, uh, a couple of breakdowns on the line, you know, the second half towards the end of the game. Yeah, but it's definitely an improvement from what it was week one. Um, and Mississippi State just isn't that good this year. Now I say that and I'm watching beat us, but it, they almost lost to Arizona in overtime and they got absolutely mollywopped last week. So, um, yeah, that paired with it being a home game for South Carolina. It's going to be noisy. Sandstorm's going to be blasted. Um, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take, obviously, South Carolina. And I think uh, – I-, I like him at least 10 points better, to be honest. I think Spencer – dude, he's he's shown – he's he's played the, the best team in the nation, and he held up just fine even while getting you know smacked around. Um, so I guess a, a Mississippi State team that's kind of reeling right now, <clears throat> I uh, – I have no doubt that we're going to have a big game. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take South Carolina. Yeah, did you see that uh, old tree, the freshman offensive lineman, got like freshman of the week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, for him for him to come in um, and not give up a sack, and it's Spencer Rattler's words, I don't even know if he allowed a rush to that side. I don't know if that's accurate because he was kind of running all over. But, mm-hmm. you know, him being a four-star guy out of Maryland, you know, the next couple of years, we got some big recruits on, on the offensive line. Uh, we got two of the top 10 offensive linemen coming in next year. So I know it's not looked great this year, but seeing him play the way he did, especially for Georgia coming in the first game, starting, putting in a lot of, I mean, playing the whole game, definitely encouraging. Um, again, we're not in for moral victories, but look, and not even a biased thing. I think, Jacob, you'd probably agree with this. Um, obviously, the 20 whatever incompletions or the 18 he had in the second half last week kind of makes to that. But before before that, you take that second half away. I think Spencer, yeah. Spencer's been playing as well as anybody in the country. I know he hasn't been putting up the gaudy stats like uh, Shador Sanders and Caleb Williams. But as far as watching a guy play and throw with the accuracy he has, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So I think his draft stock's going to go up, you know, for sure. Um, but that's what gives me the confidence, man. That's the thing South Carolina hasn't had 
really ever besides Connor Shaw. Like we've had good teams, we've had really good defensive lines, really good defensive backs, linebackers, running backs, receivers, and like we've never had a quarterback to complement it. So to finally have a guy that can go back there and throw the ball accurately and get it to our playmakers is is really nice. Unfortunately, it sucks that the juice is banged up. He's not going to play and some of our other guys. But look, it's the SEC. There's no excuses. Everyone's getting hurt around the country. So this this is a big game for us, man. Big conference game, a, a team that we're favored and we should beat. So I'm kind of with Clint, man. Should win by 10. Hopefully we don't do the South Carolina thing and, and, and totally ruin this. But um, I'm feeling pretty confident how we've been playing. Do you know, do you know if uh, Brown is playing this week while receiver? <clears throat> I don't. I haven't think seen anything he's, yet. I think he's questionable. I know uh, Beamer did a press conference yesterday. They were supposed to know some more information. I think he's still questionable because okay. um, he talked about some other receivers stepping up. Obviously, people are talking about Nick Harbour and why he hasn't played a lot. I honestly think it's just because he's, I think he's just so raw of a talent uh, because he played it. He was mainly playing like defensive end in high school. So like, obviously, he's faster than a lot of people, but there's still a lot yeah. to to be a college receiver than, than just be faster than everybody. So, but, but hopefully he gets some time. I know Omega Blake got some time. Eddie Russell mm-hmm. got some playing time as well. So, um, but yeah, dude, a, a Brown man is, is a, a difference maker too with his speed. So th- yeah. definitely need him to go if possible. We'll see, man. I, this is like, man, from, from noon until 10 30 at night, there's, there's games. So I don't know. I might get a coffee at like eight o'clock Saturday that, that, night. That, that's what I was saying. Or I was thinking. I was like, dude, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at. I know you said the time slates, but obviously I don't remember all the times for each of the games. I hope they don't overlap too much because I, I really there's like five or six games I really want to watch. So yeah, it's gonna be a gigantic week. You got YouTube TV, right? They they you just keep flipping yep. through the grid. They, they one of the yep. grids will be the one you need. Just keep flipping through the grids. It's all, there's always one. It's it's so clutch. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah, super oh, yeah. nice. Well, yeah, big th- games. For, I was uh, say there's three ranked matchups at 3.30 and then at least two at 7.30. So, yeah, we're definitely going to need, to need the multi- multiple TVs. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what, what we could do is uh, do the grid, and I'll just have the volume on one of the games, and one of y'all have a volume on the, on the other games, and then the third on another game. Like that way. How about this? Everyone, screw your anniversary, Jacob. Everyone go to Clint's house, bring <laughs> a TV. Everybody bring Dude, a TV. Hey, I'm down. Hey, bring, bring the, the, the anniversary party to... To the, to the house, it. man. I could go. I mean, we it. are coming to Charleston. Shoot. Bring bring a hey. TV and a case of beers. I'm down. <laughs> um, go. sorry, uh, babe. We gotta make a little pit stop um from noon yeah. until yeah. yeah, like all twelve <laughs> hour pit stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Look, things happen. I'll sla- I'll slash your tire for you, but don't worry. Just, <laughs> yeah. We happen to just pull in right by oh, I know this guy. Perfect. Like a mile is like, yeah, he can just come get us. We'll just stay at his house the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Well, hey, man, we're glad you'll be back in town for this weekend, Clint. Mm, um, yes. Jacob, I know you'll be celebrating your anniversary, so we'll let you do that. I won't be doing anything but watching football. So, Dude, oh, my man. God. I'm just living my life. Can't I care wait. through you, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's okay. You'll be watching football, too. I have faith yeah. in you. Yeah. I got it. All right, guys. Well, look, <laughs> I, uh, be kind of honestly, like, and this, I'm not joking, just, you know, we just, we do the picks, we coast, and then I look at the things after, I'm like, oh, I obviously had a good week. But this week, more than the others, I feel like there's some key games where we are all split on that are going to change some yes. rankings. So I'm actually really excited to pay attention to that. One oh, yeah, of us is going to be way up, and the other <laughs> oh, yeah. is going to be way down. It's oh, probably yeah, right, right. Beyond well, our, we can't our afford personal... to be way down. We got to get you up. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> and beyond our personal picks, dude, like, 
which always makes this more fun. But like this is there's a lot of games this week that towards the playoff. I mean, it's still only week right. four, so it's real early. But like that Ohio State Notre Dame game is like huge for the playoff. Mm. We got a big week. Right, Notre, Notre Dame wins probably put them at five or four or five. You know, you never know. Yeah, that's right. Can't wait. All right, guys. Well, um, another big weekend ahead. Um, so we can't wait to get to it, and uh, we'll have another episode um, recapping everything coming out on Monday. Um, so follow us on Instagram and and. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to you guys again. Guys, I this is I say it every week I know, but man, I, I can't can't wait for this weekend and I know we'll be texting the group chat about some crazy stuff going on. Yes, Hell man. yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. Go uh go Hawkeyes. <laughs> go twenty five. Go Tigers. Cox by uh ten. Uh, that's what I got, yeah. There we go. A little bit 10. of common sense. Oh, there you well, never been Cox by ninety. Cox by ninety, baby. <laughs> Every day of the week. Every day yep. of the week. I can't wait till November, buddy. I just can't. That's wait. right, dude. Can't wait. All right, Bye. boys. Y'all be safe. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. See. You.